0: Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff, and today I want to talk about banning people from the gym. A couple of days ago, Craig Jones and the B Team came out with a YouTube video where they go through the different rules you must follow if you're going to train with them at the B Team. Now, some people think that the rules are a little too harsh. Other people were applauding Craig and the team for being strict and following through with some of the rules. Like if you break some of these rules, you're going to be kicked out and you're going to be banned from coming back. Now, there's a couple of different ways that you can get banned from the B team. At 10th Planet Decatur, over the years, we've had to ban five people. So there are five people that are not welcome at 10th Planet Decatur. It doesn't mean we don't wish them well in their life. They just aren't allowed to train with us. And honestly, I don't feel bad about it. I tell people all the time, like, if this gym doesn't work for you, or let's say you happen to get banned from your gym, there are thousands upon thousands of other gyms all across the world that you can go and start afresh, start anew. And the people that were kicked out of our gym were kicked out for one reason. They were destroying the culture. At our gym, it's really important to us that the atmosphere is positive and that people enjoy coming. And it's just a place where people are constantly trying to improve. And if you come in and you bring negativity, you bring drama, and you're bringing people down, and you're trying to take advantage of other people, anything like that, you've just got to go and we always give people first second even third chances but after that third chance you've just got to go and like i said we've only kicked out five over the course of, of a decade plus so not a lot of people but each and every single one of them had to go but at the b team craig talks about how it's really they're just kicking out visitors and this is a whole nother scenario like they're dealing with Honestly, an influx of visitors that I think 99.9% of gyms will never, ever have to deal with. Now, at 10th Planet Decatur, we get a lot of visitors. I think we get more than most jiu-jitsu gyms. But saying that, we really, on average, probably get three, four, maybe five a week. So it's not that bad, right? It's not like it's overwhelming, Where I'm sure at the B team, they have days where they're having 30, 40, maybe even 50 people from out of town coming in trying to cross train. Not excluding the people that are in Austin that maybe train at 10th Planet or some other local gym that are trying to cross train for the day. So there's just so many visitors. I'm sure they're getting day in and day out that it got to the point where it was just exhausting. And they're trying to weed out some people and they're also probably have been taken advantage of a few times with people training for free, not signing a waiver, and then again, not paying the mat fee. And you could tell how they started out the video that they're just done with that. If you do not fill out a waiver, if you do not pay the mat fee, the first thing you do, if you don't do those two things, you will be asked to leave and you will be banned. Now, we have many times probably been taken advantage of with people coming and trying to train for free we've had people that have visited from out of town they said they trained at 10th planet we're not quite sure if they trained at 10th planet they trained with us for a couple of weeks for free end of the day no big deal but at the same time you know we are a small business and it does like you do kind of wonder like hey is this person just getting free training from us or are they paying a 10th planet somewhere else (sighs) who knows you know We tend to just go by people's words and hope and believe that they're trying to do right by us. But at the same time, I'm sure we have missed out on, you know, $1,000 of MAT fees over the years, which again, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that big a deal. But at the same time, $1,000 is $1,000. It would be nice and I think it is something like we need to consider of just having visitors like understand like if you are visiting 10th planet Decatur you need to fill out a waiver and you need to pay a drop-in fee now the B team right before you go in the front door right before you go in the gym there's a huge sign and so there really are no excuses it says warning it's big you cannot miss it it states First thing you need to do is fill out a waiver. Then you need to pay the mat fee. If you do not do that, if you step on the mats and try to train without doing both of those things, you will be asked to leave and banned. And again, I totally understand where they're coming from. And I know it's harsh, but at the same time, there really are no excuses. Like If you bypass that sign and you walk in there and you just get on the mat, like that's your own fault. There's just no way. There's no way someone convinced me that they didn't see that and didn't read that sign. Now, at our gym, why we don't need a sign, I mean, we typically have somebody, whether it's myself or Lindsay or Brandon, you know, there that's, you know, we don't we don't have that many visitors. And so when somebody comes in, it's very obvious like, okay, this person doesn't train here. We know all of our guys very well by now. Even, you know, the new students, we put everybody into the system. We take their picture, we put it in there, we check them in. And so you pretty quickly learn who our guys are. And so, yeah, when we see a visitor, we'll ask them like, Hey, did you sign a waiver? Make sure they do that. But I can't imagine us like kicking somebody out because they didn't do one of those things. You know, we still, since we don't get that many visitors, like I said, maybe three, four, five a week, we still really, really enjoy it. And hasn't got to the point where it's become a burden. But I'm sure if half the class was visitors and we were constantly dealing with visitors and guys weren't paying and we were having to chase people down to fill out waivers, we probably would get to the point where we were um, where we were telling people like, "Hey, like, if you haven't paid, like, get out. Like, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't want you here." Um, and I'm sure they're kind of getting to the point where you know they're, they're probably wanting to have less visitors. And I know, again, most gyms, they can't understand that. Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. And today I want to talk about banning people from the gym. A couple of days ago, Craig Jones and the B-team came out with a YouTube video where they go over the rules that you must follow if you're going to train with them at the B-team. Now there are quite a few different ways that you can be asked to leave and even banned from training with Craig and the guys over there. Some people think it's a little too harsh. Others are applauding them and they they really um, you know like that. They're making people follow these rules. I've been asked by a bunch of people about our history of you know, banning people and if I think that those rules are too strict or like, what are our policies or when do I think somebody should be banned from a gym? Now, 10th Planet Decatur, we have banned five people over the years from coming to our gym to train. They are not welcome. Now, it doesn't mean that we hate them as people and that, you know, we're, we're rooting for them to, look, I want everyone to do well. Just because these five people aren't allowed to train with us, I hope they find happiness elsewhere same time, like I tell people this, if you're not getting along with your gym, or let's say you do get kicked out of your gym or banned from your gym, there are thousands of gyms all across the world. You can start afresh at any one of those gyms. Let's say you get kicked out of a 10th planet gym and you're worried about, oh, well now I'm not sure I'll ever be welcome back at 10th planet. Look, still not that big a deal. There are thousands of other gyms that are not 10th planet gyms. So get kicked out of one. There are thousands of others. So same thing. These five people are not allowed at 10th planet Decatur. Well, we've never told any other gym about them. They are free to go anywhere else. Now these people were kicked out purely because they were not good influences to the culture. They were ruining the atmosphere. That's something we really pride ourselves on. Obviously, the training and helping people develop and, you know, really trying to change people's lives for the better with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And one of the main ways you're going to do that is just making sure people enjoy the training atmosphere. They enjoy the people they're training with. And when somebody's coming in and they're constantly negative or they're constantly causing drama or they're just doing things that are underhanded and taking advantage of people, Or maybe they're even just trying to take advantage of the gym. They got to go. You just, you can't train with us. And so we've never kicked out anybody for hurting anybody or especially any of the reasons that I heard on the B team. They've all been culture reasons. If you mess up the culture at 10th Planet Educator, if you negatively impact the culture at 10th Planet Educator, you will be asked to leave and you will not be allowed back. Now, The B team, on the other hand, they have a lot stricter rules. And these are things that we deal with. Some of the the issues Craig was bringing up, these are issues we deal with at our gym. But we've never banned anybody. We've never asked anybody to leave over these issues. Now, you got to understand, the B team is maybe the most popular gym in the world right now. Everybody is trying to go there. I know we've had a couple of students already go over there and train. I I just, it's one of the hot spots right now. So I can only imagine how many visitors they are getting a day. Now, I think our gym gets more visitors than most. There are weeks where we'll have 10 plus visitors, but I'd say on average, you know, we have four or five guys from out of town coming in to train with us. That's very, very manageable. Our gym, is right around 200 people, myself and Lindsay, especially, and even Brandon, are very aware of the student base, like who our students are, even guys that just signed up. When a guy just signs up, we put them into our system, we take their picture. So after a couple of times of taking their attendance, you know, we we recognize John or we recognize Jamie, we recognize these guys, right? The B team, they're still a new team. They've got so many different classes. But they also, I mean, I bet they've had days where they've had 30, 40, maybe even 50 plus visitors trying to come in and train with them. And I'm sure that gets exhausting and I'm sure they've been taken advantage of. Now, as I said, we don't get anywhere near that many visitors, but we have had tons of visitors over the years. And I'm sure that our gym has been taken advantage of, whether it's guys that tried not to fill out the waivers or they just didn't pay a mat fee we've had guys that trained with us for even like weeks at a time that said they were 10th planet now if you train 10th planet we don't make you like you have to be paying another 10th planet gym and then we don't make you pay a mat fee or a monthly fee to train at our gym as long as you're uh, paying another 10th planet well, I'm sure there's been people over the years that have told us they train or maybe they they are a part of Tenth Planet, but they don't pay a Tenth planet gym right now, and they're kind of just hopping around from gym to gym. and they've gotten a free couple of weeks from us. Now, maybe all of these missed fees add up to a thousand dollars. Well, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that big a deal. At the same time, you know we are a small business and every, dollar counts and so it'd be nice to have an extra thousand dollars but i can only imagine i'm sure the b team you know if you got 50 guys coming in from out of town just like trying to hop in i'm sure they've missed thousands of dollars already in math fees and so what the b team has done is right outside their front door so right before you walk into b team there's a big sign it says warning read this and it says the first thing you must do is fill out a waiver." It's very important that you fill out the waiver whenever you visit a gym. That just takes away the liability. So if you get hurt, you can't sue. And it's just something you should do out of courtesy when you go and visit it. Like you have to do this. So anyways, B team, you got to fill out this waiver and you got to pay your mat fee before you walk out on the mat. If you walk out and start training and you haven't done both of these things, they will ask you to leave and then you will be banned from returning. Now, is this too harsh? Like I said, you know, if we had that many visitors, it would be overwhelming. And it would be, you kind of get to a point where you do kind of feel taken advantage of when guys aren't doing that, especially in how they've set it up where there is this huge warning sign, like, you know, if you say you didn't read the sign or you didn't see it, like, I I don't know how that's possible. It's a big sign and you, you can't miss it. And so I really don't have any issue or like, I really don't have any sympathy, I should say, for somebody getting kicked out for that reason. It's like I said, I know that we have people that just will jump on the mats. They won't ask anybody or like, they'll just try and like, just jump in real quick without taking care of any of the paperwork or asking if they should pay or anything. So again, I can only imagine if we had like 20 people, it almost feel impossible to like make sure each and every single one of them paid a mat fee and signed a waiver now i think the bigger issue that they're talking about are those skin infections when you're training a martial art particularly a grappling art where you're in constant contact with other people you're rolling around on the mats almost like if you're especially doing no gi short sleeves and shorts your skin is all over these nasty mats no matter how much they're clean like at our gym we clean these mats twice a day there's gonna be points in time where people get ringworm where people get staph, people get other skin infections and it's gross. You really shouldn't train with a skin infection. Now I know a couple of times in the past there have been instances with B-team particularly when they were at the Henzo Gracie location in New York. So long before they became B-team, they were still the Danaher Death Squad. I know the Blue Basement was notorious for just nasty diseases, from staff to just pink eye and uh, like all this gross stuff. And again, in New York, up there with Donna here, they had so many people, like visitors coming in. They got people that took vacation to go and train. They might have ringworm or they might have staff. They'll try and hide it because they've paid all this money and they want to get their money's worth. But you cannot do that. We've had plenty of guys over the years train and try to train with staff and ringworm and all the other, any of the skin diseases you can name. of. We've had people try and train and some people have trained through those things. Whether we saw it or not, um, you know, it, it's tough because a guy might have ringworm on his upper thigh. And if he's wearing long shorts, you'll just you'll never see it. It might be in his hairline. So maybe it's on the back of his neck in his hairline. Hair's starting to grow back. And you just you can't really see it. Some guys have it in their beards. And you can't really see it. And so people get away with it all the time. But at the same time, that is gross. And it's definitely something you should not be doing. It is very selfish of you to train with a skin infection. Now, anytime you have any skin issues, you should immediately, like the first thing you should do is ask the instructor if you are allowed to train. Guys have asked me before and I've looked at it and I've had no issue with it. Like, hey, this is just, it's just a cut, nothing that big, right? Just make sure it's covered and please, like, take care of your cut. We don't want that turning into staff. but it looks all good. Guys come in like, hey, is this ringworm? I've seen tons of cases of ringworm. I've had ringworm myself, so I know exactly what it looks like. Just because something itches, it might be a bug bite. It might be something else. But, like, if it's ringworm, I'm going to tell you, no, you can't train. But most of the time, like, when people come to me with this, like, especially, uh, I know I've told you guys in the past since we – Have now just that single tarp instead of puzzle mats or or even like zebra mats that connect. For some reason, our ringworm cases have decreased, I mean, like a thousand percent. The gym prior to the one we're currently at, we had those zebra mats that connected. So there were creases, you know, where they connect. And I guess, I don't know what, I guess there was just bacteria living in those creases for whatever reason. You just couldn't really clean them. And we just got, I mean, I swear, we used to clean those things because the mats were way smaller, and we would clean those things because people were getting ringworm all the time, like four times a day. Now we clean twice a day, and we very, very rarely have ringworm. But anyways, ask. You know, And that's what Craig says. Like, look, I know, especially if you're visiting the gym, you're coming in, you've paid all this money, you've bought a plane ticket, you've got a place for a week, you want to train. But sometimes life... (laughs) It's just not fair. And you show up and you've got a spot of ringworm. You've got a spot of staff. And if you try to train around that and try and hide it and they see it, they will ask you to leave the mats and they will ban you. And especially like with those guys being professionals in the sense that they're competing at big shows. They're going around and doing seminars. They go like, they cannot afford to miss. A guy like myself, you know, if I end up getting ringworm, it's going to really annoy me. But at the same time, you know, I can do everything I need to do to make money. And I can still coach from the sideline. I can still do a lot of things. I just won't be able to roll. But these guys, you know, it really is a bad look as a professional if you're rolling with a skin disease. Um, But I do kind of find it funny that Craig's saying this because (laughs) infamously he was the guy, I think it was 2019 ADCC, that Atos and some of the other guys outside of like, uh, even guys on other teams were trying to ban Craig from competing because he had a really nasty eye infection. And he competed at ADCC and his reasoning was, well, it only comes around every couple of years, I've got to do this. But at the same time, Keenan Cornelius had that same eye infection and he didn't compete. So it seems kind of hypocritical for Craig to be so stingent on this, you know. At the same time, I definitely think like dudes that are like trying to cover up staff, and they're trying to train, uh, you know, around it without telling anybody else, it is a big issue. Now, I think if you're a professional fighter and you get staff and you let everybody know, but you're getting ready for a fight. Um, like Christian, he had staff and he was getting ready for a fight. He let us all know he showed, but like, I still worked with Christian. Like I'm compu- like I knew exactly. So when I got done training with him, I'd go and shower and then I'd make sure like he cleaned and like it was covered and everything. But at the same time, he's got to get his work in, but he wasn't training with the population. So anytime Christian did anything on the mats, the mats were cleaned and he only worked with like one or two, be like only a couple of people. And they all knew that he had staff, right? The issue is, is when you try and hide it, people don't realize, maybe you got some of these young guys and they're sitting around the mat afterwards and they're talking and they don't end up taking a shower for a couple of hours. They end up having a little scratch, that staff gets in there, boom, now they've got staff and staff's just, it's a huge, huge issue. I mean, people die from staff. So it is something you should take very, very seriously. And yeah, it's something, That's not going to get you kicked out of 10th Planet Decatur. But at the same time, uh, especially if you try and hide it, you know, people will look at you really weird. Like, dude, like, come on, man, what are you doing? Like, get off the mat. (laughs) You'll definitely be asked to leave and step off and observe. Walking barefoot off the mats. This is such a fascinating topic because... I've been at gyms where they have zero issue with you walking to the bathroom, with uh, like no shoes on, with no sandals on, just barefoot. At the same time, I've been to other gyms that are incredibly, incredibly particular about that, and you have to. Your bare feet are not allowed to touch the floor. I've seen guys yell at other guys. I've seen guys yell. Um, we've had a couple guys, especially come from other gyms, that it's way more serious you know like they'll just still yell like or like they would get yelled at if they stepped off the mat and they'll kind of like yell at a new guy at our gym and i'm always kind of like man just like relax man like we've got a foot cleaning station it's not that big a deal but at the same time you know people are like look my face is making contact with the mat and when you walk with your bare feet off the mat and especially going to the bathroom you know you're getting pee and who knows what else on your feet now I don't know why you would have pee on your feet from going into a bathroom you know I I just I can't imagine how many times people actually pee on the bathroom floor but I get the point people are trying to make like look bathrooms are gross ground is gross your bare feet are stepping on the mat it's contaminating it it's gross I honestly don't really have that big an issue with it I guess it's the big thing for me is like I haven't had like any skidding issues in such a long time. And so for me, it's like, I don't know, you know, like if somebody walks like barefoot off the mat and they step back on it, I've honestly got no, no issue with it personally. Um, But I totally understand why people do have a huge, huge issue with it. So when I see somebody uh, do it, you know, I always like try and tell the guys like, Hey, you know, we have this foot washing station here just wash your feet. You know, if you step off the mat, no big deal. I do it all the time. I'll step off, go get a water and stuff like that. But if I do, and I'm going to get back on the mat and people, especially there's like a lot of people training and stuff, I'm going to go wash my feet first. Now, if I'm doing something like stand up or I'm holding mitts for like Travis and Nakaya and I step off, like no big deal. Right. Um, because those mats are going to get, end up getting cleaned. Same thing. Like almost everybody's done training We haven't washed the mats yet. I'll step off with my bare feet. I'll get back on the mats. I don't see that big of an issue with it. But if it's at like the beginning of class and anything like that, like, yeah, I definitely don't do that. And if I do step off with my bare feet, I make sure I wash my feet. But that is one of those hot topics, you know, because I'm sure some of you guys are listening. Like, there is no reason ever you should walk barefoot off the mats and then get back on them. Where, again, I'm sure some of you guys are a little bit more like you, me where you're a little bit more relaxed at it. You know, you try, not, you try not to walk with your bare feet off the mats, but you do it sometimes. You'll wash your feet, but there's been times I haven't washed my feet. I'm just being honest. But at the B team, that's a big no. And, again, there's a lot of places you're going to get yelled at. People are going to find it super disrespectful. You're going to get yelled at. And if you're visiting a place, I mean, yeah, you might, you might catch an earful for that one. Now, as I said, at 10th Planet Decatur, you know, there's only really one reason you're getting kicked out and that is you're not vibing with the culture. We pride ourselves on having a positive culture, a place we feel like people from different backgrounds, from different ethnicities, from different walks of life can come and they can better themselves and they can have fun and they can feel safe. I believe that about our culture, and I think our students do as well. And so, when we have people coming in and causing drama, and they're just constantly doing things that don't vibe with our morals at 10th Planet Cater, and it has nothing to do with, you know, if you're a Christian or Republican or Democrat or anything like that, but just decency of treating human beings and making sure, you know, you're not taking advantage of them and that's the big thing you know we actually had a student who was kicked out many years ago so any of you guys that have joined the gym five years or less you would not know the student because they've been kicked out for yeah probably five six years so most of our guys are gonna have zero clue who this person is but we had a student who was asking for money from other students and we had no clue this person trained at our gym for like a year and a half and we found out, especially the like prior six months they'd been training with us, they were asking students for like a $100. Like, hey, I'm in a tight spot. I need gas money or my car needs fixed or I need this or that. And they were getting a $100. Well, okay. If people decide to give them money. That's on them, right? But at the same time, They were contacting people from other 10th planets, just random people from other 10th planets and asking them to send them a hundred dollars. They were saying they were a competitor and they just were out of luck and they needed money. They needed to go and compete at this tournament this week. And they're trying to live the jujitsu lifestyle, but they can't, um, you know, afford to do their car. But at the same time, this person like had like a decent paying job and, Yeah, I don't know. It was was a super weird situation. So we got contacted, and it was, like, really weird. Like, we didn't know anything about this, but right when we heard, like, somebody, like, tell us, like, one of our students told us, and we had a couple people from uh, other 10th planets tell us, like, hey, like, is this your student? They're asking my students for money. And two of my students have given them $100, and now they're asking for more money. And it was just an insane story. It was crazy because we actually had one of the local – police chiefs he was coming in and he was thinking about having some of uh, his guys work with us and he brought up this student and was like yeah like i actually like know this student and i gave them a hundred dollars and none of these people had obviously had talked and we got a police chief from uh two towns over to one of our you know blue belts to people that you know trained at 10th planet rockchester in new york and 10th planet uh, at 10th Point in Michigan. And like none of these people are connected. And they're telling us like, hey, like it's really weird. This person keeps asking me for money or trying to like get money out of me. And so we just had to kick them out. Like <laughs> you can't extort people and kind of use the gym and use jujitsu to extort money. Like, hey, I need to go and compete at this tournament, but I need $100 to go compete at this Naga. Will you pay for it? It's like, come on. Like, if you don't have $100 to go pay, like, go to Naga, like, don't go to Naga, you know. Um, But that was insane. We had another person get kicked out. They had injured people, but at the same time, there also just was issues with, you know, they would constantly come in in a really bad mood. They would have outbursts during class. They just were constantly emotional. There might have been some drug use. They started acting really funny, like, had to go. We had another person that was just causing tons of drama and they were spreading crazy stories about some of the students and had to go. So you guys see like those are the big like we if you're getting kicked out of 10th planet Decatur, you're doing some pretty major things. It isn't just that, hey, I don't really like Brandon's class. Well, oh, if you, if you don't think Brandon's the greatest teacher in the world, you're out of here. Like nothing like that it's all based on if you're bringing a negative vibe into the gym and your negativity starting to spread and we have people complaining, you're affecting other people's moods and their experience at 10th Planet Decatur you just you're going to have to go well guys Super successful weekend for the squad. Nakaya went and competed at the BJJ Fanatics Pro Tournament in Louisville. I didn't, I didn't even know BJJ Fanatics was still doing like tournaments like that, but I guess they had a, a team show in Louisville, Kentucky, and Nakaya jumped on a female squad, and she ended up taking out. I think there was only one or two other female teams, but anyways, Nakaya took out a whole team by herself. She had three subs in three matches, and her team won gold. They won $1,000, so she uh, is continuing her success uh, from 2022 into 2023. We also had two of our guys go and compete at um, Isaac Stackhouse, the wandering grappler, if you guys know who I'm talking about. If you don't, you should follow him. He just started a gym. I think it's just north of Montgomery, Alabama, but he had a little pro tournament. $100 buy and winner takes it all and one of our blue belts won the blue belt division and then one of our purple belts got second in the open division Which just means open rank. He lost in the finals to a really tough black belt, but he had a phenomenal performance He beat two really good grapplers So it was a big showing um, for both of those guys down there and then obviously Nakaya. We got Travis He has an MMA fight saturday he's going to be in canton georgia i think so about three three and a half hours from our gym So not too bad that'll be a nice one or two day trip for me but uh until next time guys i'll keep you guys updated with what the squad's doing and please make sure you're abiding by like you just know what you're getting into you go and visit a gym or just even your own gym just kind of Ask around, like, if you're, if you're pretty new there, like, just kind of see what the basic rules are. Most gyms are going to be, like, I shouldn't say that. Some gyms are going to be, like, ours at 10th Planet Decatur, where it's, like, look, like, there's no uniform requirements. There's no, like, bowing to the sensei type thing. Just be a good person. Try your best not to bother other people, and you'll be great. But at places like B Team and some of these Gracie Bajas, like, yeah, like, There are some infractions like if you make, if you make a small mistake, maybe you just forget to fill in the waiver. Maybe you're just rushing. You're showing up a little bit late to class and you just try and jump out there and you forget to pay the mat fee. You might get kicked out and asked to not return. Till next time, I love and appreciate you guys. Peace.